The people who you put in your ears, the podcasts that you listen to are your environment. What I realize is when I pop earphones in and I'm listening to a podcast that I've selected, I'm choosing my environment, I'm choosing the people that I spend time with, and I'm choosing what I put into my ears. The more podcasts that I listened to or the more audio that I consumed, it wasn't that all of a sudden I became a smart ass or that I think I know loads of things. If anything, it makes me realize how little I know and it makes me realize how much more I want to learn. If I get one thing from a podcast episode that puts me in a good mood, that improves my attitude, that makes me smile for the day, then for me, that's a winner. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences. A full, real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. Hello, welcome to the HEW podcast. My name is Lauren Brady and I'm coming to you today with a solo episode to talk to you on a podcast about podcasts. So this might sound a bit random to get started with, but this is something I get asked about all the time. Um, I kind of got a bit of a reputation as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts and so I'm going to start with a bit of a backstory as how that began, what I've got from them and then some tips. Now, this might sound a bit strange because you're listening to podcasts already. So I'm presuming that you're someone who likes to take in information um, through audio or you're, you're someone who takes in podcasts of different genres. If you have anyone in your life who doesn't get podcasts, who kind of wants to get into them or you know, who doesn't really understand the best way forward, this is a really quick, really simple episode, hopefully for them. And, you know, just to share some of the things that I've, I've learned over the last, you know, two, three years. So. Jump straight in. I get asked it a lot because it comes up in conversation, you know, when we're out for dinners, when we're having drinks with friends, uh, in work, in meetings, meeting clients, colleagues. Um, and I suppose it came up because I actually started listening to podcasts when I started this challenge. So about two and a half years ago, um, I decided to join something called One Year No Beer shortest version of this story ever because the whole of the conversation for another day but I had had a really great summer where I'd been on loads of trips like I'd been on a couple of Hindus I'd been to some weddings I'd been on a girls trip I'd been away with my other half but you know when you have like a 10-12 week period where you look at it and nine out of those 12 weeks you've been traveling and so what that had meant is I'd had a really boozy summer and I got to September time and I was like, I'm exhausted from hangovers. And like, there's only so many glasses of Prosecco and, you know, nice wine pairings and, you know, Jaeger bombs that a girl can handle. And I was just feeling like totally done in by it all. So quick Google of something and then Facebook ads, so bloody good those Facebook ads had caught me by the grips of wanting to take a month off booze and I seen this thing pop up for one year no beer so I decided to do a, a 28 days zero alcohol challenge which at the time sounded to me like that's no big deal it's a month but then I realized quite like I blushed when I when I say this I was like I don't know the last time I went for like four whole weeks without having a glass of wine or you know going out for dinner or having an event to go to so 
I threw myself into it. And, and like I do with most things, when I'm starting something that I know nothing about, I'm like, let me get into research mode. Let me see what I can read on it. Let me see what I can listen to on it. At this time, I hadn't really gone too far down the podcast line. But with this one, you know, bit of community you got popped into a Facebook group, which was brilliant. But if I'm honest, a bit mad. Some of the stuff that was like, in there in terms of people at other extremes of needing to take a booze break I was like I just don't want to be hung over for four weekends that'd be great and I'd like to you know have you know no alcohol blow and all the things that come with it but one of the things that came with this one year no beer community was a podcast and so I was like right let me you know try this out and as I started listening it was like a whole penny dropped and another world opened up to me so that's how I started finding podcast as a whole is because I wanted to get some information and I wanted to put something into my ears for a month and um, that was different to what I would normally be listening to or that I'd be surrounded by so uh, I'm going to give you sort of four tips to get you started so the first one um, for me that was really key to this one year no beer thing was that I had to choose a new environment so when I was thinking of like how do I you know what do I do on a Friday night for example when all my mates we finish work we finish at five six o'clock we go into uh, the area of, of, of Manchester went to spinning fields and we go for a drink and I'm like but what do I do when I when I go for a drink like do I just order diet coke should I just not bother going to the pub for four weeks like should I be a hermit and sit inside for a month so I knew that through this one year no beer podcast there came loads of tips they were like you know what go to the pub still, but instead of going at half five, six o'clock, go to the gym for an hour, maybe go do a spin class, go for a run so that you've got like natural endorphins running through you, go home, have a shower and then head to meet all your friends. They'll have had a couple of drinks in already. So they're through that, you know, initial bit where they try and, you know, say to you, no, go on, have another drink. Go on, you should have one. They're past that stage. I've, you know, been to the gym, so I'm feeling all, you know, like, like say all good and all full of energy. Um, and, you know, it gave you all these tips. So the first thing I can say to you about a good podcast is it allows you to choose your environment in your ears. Now, this is something for me that I'd done for a while, but just hadn't done with the podcast lane, is that I don't actually listen to the news very much. I don't really, you know, put breakfast TV on ever. Um, I don't listen to like, you know, you know, in my house growing up, my mom always had the 6 p.m. news on and the 10 p.m. news always came on. Um, and I don't really listen to radio stations that much anymore, mainly because... I just kind of get a bit fed up. I get fed up of the same songs being played on, you know, the radio every seven, eight songs. I get fed up of the news bulletin saying the same thing over and over again, which is usually negative. Um, I do use Spotify and I did use Spotify mainly when I was running and when, you know, when I was uh, had playlists, if I was going for like a 5K or 10K run or something. But the other thing that I was doing with time, for example, on a train or if I was waiting to board a plane, I did a lot of traveling for work at the time is I just find myself mindlessly scrolling, like scrolling social media, scrolling, you know, websites with you know poor quality. You know, I, I hold my hands up. I was a Daily Mail scroller in airports. But for me, the big the big thing with podcasts is I get to choose my environment. Something that gets um, said a lot within the personal development space is you become the product of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I remember hearing this and thinking, right, and I could go through, you know, on my hands, you know, who I spent the most time with, my partner, you know, my closest friends, my colleagues, maybe my boss at the time. And then I heard on a podcast and they were like, if you aren't lucky enough to have those five people who you spend lots of time with, be people that you want to 
aspire to be like or that bring positives into your life or into your learning or into your attitude, whatever it may be. The people who you put in your ears, the podcasts that you listen to are your environment. Sometimes like I'd be walking down the road with, you know, maybe like say Spotify playing or with nothing in my ears and my thoughts would be getting the better of me. You know, I'd be on like a negative thought cycle. I'd be getting anxious about something or I'd just generally be just be thinking things that were of no use to me, you know, at that moment. What I realize is when I pop, you know, earphones in and I'm listening to a podcast that I've selected, I'm choosing my environment. I'm choosing the time that I, the people that I spend time with and I'm choosing what I put into my ears. The next one for me was um, a saying that got said a lot in the environment um, of sales and marketing and, you know, when you're trying to uh, develop a sales team as, as we were at the time is you don't know what you don't know. And it's it's a bit of a frustrating saying. I know I've said it to people in the past like that. It's one of the dumbest sayings that I've ever heard. But if you break it down, it's it, it does make sense for me anyway, is that you don't know what you don't know. So the more podcasts that I listened to or the more audio that I consumed, it wasn't that all of a sudden I became a smart ass or that I think I know loads of things. If anything, it makes me realize how little I know and it makes me realize how much more I want to learn. It actually makes me more interested because, you know, one podcast might, you know, for example, be talking about, um, you know, you know, I'll give you an example of something I might listen to. I was very much at that time uh, understanding, you know, why, we were programmed when we had two or three drinks to always have, you know, another drink after that. And for me, it was finding out the different ways that the neurological pathways um, were wired, the way that we socially become used to the fact that, you know, one drink leads to another drink or the fact that when you take in alcohol, you know, it makes having some alcohol makes you want more alcohol. And so the science side of it, the social side of it, the, you know, um, the community side of it, everything that went with it. So it made me really interested to understand it and to know more. And when you're interested in things, it does make you more interesting as a person because it starts conversations. It makes you it makes you open your ears more, not just like in a podcast sense. But when you're interested in understanding or interested in people or interesting in just like I say, opening your horizon or opening your thought process, it makes you more interesting as a person. Okay, the next thing was that I'd heard it described as um, a moving university, as in if you are in your car or if you're on your commute, you know, we often spend hours and hours, whether it be on trains or buses or if you're lucky enough to be in a car on your own. Um, and it was making that commuting time or making that travel time into your moving university of choice. So for me now, I spend a lot of time in the car. I live, you know, 30, 40 minutes out in the countryside outside of the city. So I usually have anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half in the car, usually on my own every day. As I say, I don't like listening to news channels. The radio is good for me for a little bit, but, you know, I'm, I'm a station flicker. Uh, and again, Spotify here and there, you know, as and when. I'm in the mood for, you know, certain artists or certain playlists. But what I realize is that if I was in the car for an hour and a half every day and I consumed even, you know, 20 or 30 minutes of a podcast per day, if I times that over the week, 
you know, that's a really good, considerable chunk of time. And I think it's something that a lot of people, and I hold my hands up to this one, I was always like, I don't have time to read that book, or I don't have time to learn that skill, or I don't have time to explore that, you know, avenue of things that I want to know more about. And then I was like, I spend, you know, five, six, seven hours a week commuting and traveling. And all I do is listen to news channels, listening to the same radio uh, channels that have the same, you know, how many songs, 30, 40 songs on rotation uh, or a Spotify playlist, which is just, you know, going round and round in my ears as well. So that moving university time, uh, you know, really uh, made an impact for me. And then it was looking at my screen time. So when I wasn't driving, uh, if I was on trains or if I was just walking around the city, often I could see, you know, I was scrolling mindlessly on social media feeds or news channels. And then I think to myself, when you look at screen time, how much we spend on it per day, maybe two hours, three hours, four, five hours, how much of it do I actually remember? Like not even learn from, I mean, even remember. And I can honestly say, you know, very, very little of it. So for me, it really compounded that effect that not only could I be choosing my environment, I could, you know, have the people that I want to influence me in my ears and, you know, whether it be you know, teaching me something, broadening my horizons, or if anything, just making me laugh and putting me in a positive mindset. Um, and the big thing for me with the podcast is they are completely free. You know, I also listen to a lot of audio books um, and I'm a big fan of Audible and I buy, you know, um, I have a, an account which credits at least one credit is automatic every month, but I usually end up buying, you know, one, two, three more credits over, you know, six or eight week periods. The thing I love about podcasts is they are absolutely free and there's just so much great content out there um, to get stuck into. So five simple tips. Number one is get recommendations to start off with. If, you're, if you've been sent this and you heard the opening thing, which is if you've got people you want to get into podcasts, give them this as a bit of a tip. Speak to the people who you've got stuff in common with, who you have shared and similar interests and get recommendations off. My caveat here is get recommendations of people that you want to be influenced by. So I've got some friends who I absolutely love and, you know, great friends in my life, love them to pieces, but I wouldn't ask them for recommendations for a restaurant. You know, their idea of a, a nice restaurant might be, you know, really fancy, you know, uh, fine dining, Michelin star, you know, everybody's on your sort of best behavior. It's lots of, you know, um, beautiful white linen tablecloths, crystal, china. Um, and th that for them may be absolutely what they love and it's completely their bag. My idea of a nice restaurant is probably somewhere that serves a really good Sunday roast. Um, you know, there's probably going to be an option of pie on the menu. There's somewhere that has, you know, maybe, um, you know, some live music in one corner, uh, a box of board games in another corner. And there's a really good chance I could bring my dog with me. So if I ask that person whose idea of a good restaurant is the Michelin star fine dining, the recommendations they give me are not going to be matched up with me bringing my dog and having a massive big Sunday roast with a big Yorkshire pudding. So ask people for recommendations on podcasts of people that you think have the most similar influences and yeah, most similar um, interests that you do. Okay, second tip is pick a subject that you like before you go anywhere else. So that might sound a bit too simplistic, but if you bear with me, I'm someone who really likes um, learning about health and fitness. Um, you know, I like listening to people talk about, um, you know, how they do weight training programs. I like people, you know, people talking about when they've tried different nutrition strategies and, you know, they've tried going vegan or they've tried going paleo or they've tried, um, you know, the ketogenic diet and stuff like that. So that really interests me. 
if I was to put that on while my husband was in the car, he'd be like, oh, please turn it off. My ears are bleeding. But for him, he really, you know, he's a massive football fan. So even though uh, he's not like he's a Manchester United fan, but he loves the Peter Crouch podcast. Uh, you know, it's right up his street. It, they're very funny. I mean, I'm not a football fan. I'm not a massive football fan, but I find the Peter Crouch podcast hilarious. Um, you know, they're having a really good time. The conversations are interesting. You know, the timing of it, the, everything about it, you know, it, it's just a really well-produced, really fun, interesting podcast. So if you're new and getting into them pick a subject you like don't push yourself down an avenue where it's a case of you know I want to get better at um, personal development I want to learn more about how to you know grow my skills I want to be able to push myself out of my comfort zones if starting at that is a really you know it's it's a difficult subject matter or it's a bit too heavy or a bit too deep and um, you know then start with something that you're into get into the mode of consuming audio and consuming podcasts and then move it to, towards where the, you want to go as uh, the next destination. Okay, third one is find a show. So whether you've got a recommendation of someone, you know, who you trust and who's the right influence, it's a subject that you're into, like we just said, then find a show. And the best tip I give to friends when we have these conversations is, open the show and you flick through the last five, 10, or maybe 15 episodes that that show has put out. When there's a title that grabs you, go with that one. The reason I say this is because, you know, I've got some brilliant um, uh, podcast shows that I subscribe to and, you know, maybe listen to uh, weekly or on a very, very regular basis. But even in the shows that I absolutely love, the presenters that I love, you know, it's a voice that I like listening to, it's a subject matter that I'm into, that, you know, their episode length is the length that I'm into. You know, I'm personally someone who likes a 30, 40, 50 minute length podcast. But again, that probably coincides with the fact that my commute is that time. So I like to do a nice, clean start to finish episode on one run from my house into town. But what I do is I, I open their show and I browse the episodes and I pick the one that stands out to me, whether that because I like the title it might like it might be the guest that they're interviewing that I've like oh I've heard of them or that subject matter sounds cool sometimes it's genuinely because the timing of the episode is one that appeals to me I know I have friends who they're like anything more than 30 minutes switching off not getting it it's not going into my ears so find a show browse the episodes pick the title that grabs you okay uh, fourth tip is give up the ghost of taking it all in or making notes so this was maybe something for me personally. Um, I was like almost trying to get too much from a podcast episode. At the end of the day, it's audio that I can consume while I'm doing something else, whether it be driving, like say on a train, on a bus, on a flight. Um, I often have podcasts on while I'm cooking or if I'm unloading the dishwasher. And so I, I had to really give up this idea that I was going to, you know, use it almost like a, a study aid or that I was going to take notes and I was going to have actionable points. Now, there's some episodes that I've listened to and I've saved them and I've bookmarked them. And I'm like, I really want to go back and listen to that with my notepad because there's some un unbelievably valuable, actionable points in there. So on those cases, I still continue to listen to it, but I'll bookmark it and I'll go back. Then if I go back and listen to it the second time, I can skip forward to the bits that I wanted to take notes on or that I wanted to make, you know, points about. But the way that I look at each episode that I listen to is if I get one thing out of it that's interesting, that, you know, you know, likes a bit of fire in my belly, you know, that gives me a kick up the arse, that, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that actual 
impact is. But if I get one thing from a podcast episode, uh, you know, that puts me in a good mood, that improves my attitude, that makes me smile for the day, then for me, that's a winner. Again, I bounce it back to the idea of what would I have got from listening to, you know, this radio show or from listening to Taylor Swift for the 55th time this week. You know, and this is said from someone who will live, listen to a lot of Taylor Swift. <laughs> but if I get one great thing from a podcast, then I'm into it and I roll with it. Okay, last tip is if you're listening to an episode um, and it makes your ears bleed, stop. Don't think I have to go all the way through to the end or I have to be a martyr about it or maybe it'll get better. Um, if you're listening to something and the person's voice goes through you, if the subject matter they're talking about, or, you know, whatever it is, if you're listening to it and you're not into it, just stop. Don't torture yourself with podcast episodes that are not your bag and that you're not into uh, and just move on. And again, I do this even with the shows that I'm like, say I'm a regular listener to. I, you know, I do like the presenter. I do like their mode. Sometimes it's just not the right day. Sometimes the things they're talking about, it could be something in my head that's annoying me or maybe, you know, the stuff they're talking about is too busy. I need something more mellow and something I can relax into. And um, I'll be dead honest for me, voices and accents can really do it for me or not um you know it's just something that I have to be dead clear about is that when I start listening if I know that person person's accent or I know that the way they're talking is going to absolutely drive me insane I might give it five six minutes but if I'm still not feeling it and not getting into the vibe cut it off and stop where you are okay so that's my tips on podcasts and uh, getting started on them um, I hope this has been of interest or help. And if it's not for uh, you personally, I say if you're already someone used to consuming audio and listening to lots of podcasts, send it to that person in your life who you think it might be helpful for. Uh, as always, we really do like to get your feedback. Um, please screenshot and tag and share us on your stories and any iTunes reviews uh, that you have the time or inclination to leave us really does help us out. Have a great day, whatever it is you're doing and speak to you all soon. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.